0: Welcome to Piercing the Veil on bbsradio.com, a show for truth seekers and rebels.
1: Join us every week
0: as we obliterate willful ignorance, corruption, globalist agendas, and more. Tune in every Sunday at 5 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Pacific, and listen carefully as we provide crucial solutions, information awareness, and unique life hacks to improve our planet. Pierce the veil, and the truth truth, will reveal.
1: All right, greetings, world. Welcome back to another live episode of Piercing the Veil Radio. And today is Sunday, the twenty-sixth of November. It's two thousand seventeen. We're almost at the end of another awesome year, and what an eventful one it's been so far. Uh you know, I think I had mentioned some things were coming in August and uh the intel that I was receiving was a little bit forestalled apparently. So everything went down in November instead of August. Uh if you've been listening to the show or Jordan Sather or David Wilcock or any of these major uh people out there, by the way, that guy's both of them doing excellent jobs at the crucial time they need to. Um If you've been listening to those guys, they've been following QAnon very closely. They've been dropping their own pieces of the puzzle, uh, which is a a beautiful thing. I mean, David's published all over the place, and Jordan's got so many viewers on YouTube and his channel's being fucked with. But he's still up and running, which is super badass. Um, Even our guest, uh, what was it, two weeks ago, our last live show, Joseph Zinner, he's doing big stuff on Facebook. So, I mean, people using basic tools are doing great things with regard to information awareness. And crucial information, and then all of a sudden, two to three weeks later, less and less of a time frame later, uh, maybe like a week later, you start seeing results in the world stage or the world forum in some of the major news uh, outlets and things like that. And of course, they have their own spin on the event, but it's a it's a prima facie or de facto confirmation of what was foretold by sources of information that are being. Uh, relayed by these different people like myself and Jordan and Joseph and David Wilcock and every other person out there that's doing it right. Uh, You know, David Seaman, uh, who else? Uh, There's a a lot of people. Uh, So basically, we've done our job so well that the awareness is out there now. We've caught up with the real-time events that are happening. So as things are happening, a couple days before, you'll get some intel about it. So the time gap has closed. And what we really need to be doing is focusing on solutions. So, I find it extremely exciting. Uh, I just wanted to do a basic, you know, go back to our roots and do a basic discussion show with you, Corey, today. Uh, maybe we'll do a little bit of current events to start off with. But that stuff has been beat to death by everybody that I just mentioned. Um, you know, the QAnon stuff. You go, go find him on 4chan. I mean, I don't. We don't need to go over everything he's saying. He's like dropping. She. I apologize. I, I keep using he, but I'm still convinced it's a she. Despite the theories that I've seen come up and everybody else, I'm still convinced it's a she. Uh, I won't say who I think it is, but I think it's a she. Um, Go check it out. QAnon is legitimate, dropping legitimate intel uh, and things. The gloves have come off. The fight has begun, and we're winning uh, the outright last battle of this huge war that's been going on in the galaxy for a long, 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 long time. Okay. Uh, Just on all fronts, things are coming down. The veil is, you know, we we call the show Piercing the Veil. Here in a couple months, uh, I'm not joking, Corey, we we may need to consider a name change. You know what I mean? (laughs) The veil has been pierced. (laughs) Because we fucking pierced that shit, man, and everybody else has uh, with the help Mm -hmm. of massive, massive amounts of people and forces, people that have been laying the foundation and groundwork uh, for these actions. For you know, for who knows how long? Maybe some of this stuff is you know we talk about people like Saint Germain, if, if if he existed, I believe he did, but not the way people think he did. People like that that set up funds in a trust that long ago, expecting this type of revolution, expecting this type of cycle. Closure expect because they know they've seen it before people who are aware and ascended they know what the cycles are are they know how those cycles are being negatively manipulated and we've talked about that all on our show archons and Illuminati and Vatican black nobility Jesuit factions chimera groups and on and so forth right so uh-huh. but that stuff has been revealed people are processing it right now and there's a lot of tools and soft disclosure that are coming out to help people process but at the same time there's like this overwhelming mudslide of full-on raw disclosure that people are just having to pick through. like the people like us or people who work for WikiLeaks. I mean those guys are doing an excellent job but actually cat- like looking at cataloging secret documents, releasing them, categorizing them uh, for people's public consumption. you know they're doing way more on that front than anybody else that I've ever seen. So everybody's got their piece of the puzzle, but we're doing such a good job that it's now i believe it's now time to con- just put those on the back burner maybe delegate that type of stuff and start actually looking at building foundations for the new world like start looking at processes that are transitional tech acquire interest in that tech and or acquire the technology itself get some property get your groups together things like that are really really important so um, let let me jump off the soapbox here, Corey, and let you jump into whatever you want to discuss based on that, or anything that you wanted to bring up separately. And then when you're done, let's jump into just rattling off a little bit of some current events and things that have happened, and then we can get right back into a discussion on something else.
2: Yeah, I mean, in light of uh, in light of the work that we do, I would say there's a pretty even split of analyzing history analyzing the reality of of what we're dealing with uh looking into and monitoring forecasting future events uh monitoring and forecasting current events right so the external stuff right the 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 outside world and the balances of power and so on and so forth and then also there's the uh you know there's the more spiritual personal internal work and i think uh i think i enjoy i enjoy the balance that we've established over time yeah. and and i feel like it's the it's the personal work and it's the okay you know you got all the information you got all the you know what steps to take to you know for self preservation and you know, on a on a on a daily level in terms of uh, energy and food independence and community building, stuff like that. Um, uh, mm-hmm. go on in. Go on in. Now's the time to go on in. And the way the way that things seem to have been going down in the past couple of months, uh the events in the outside world, a lot of that bullshit is being handled. <laughs> you know what I mean? You yeah. know, People white hats in high places and stuff like that. We're seeing a lot of evidence of a lot of that shit being handled at the top, which is which is absolutely amazing. Um, I think for me personally the focus now is, okay, put all the quotidian daily stuff, put the plans into action. Um,
1: yeah, exactly.
2: To be able to be able to ride out, to be able to, you know, prepare for for this uh, changing paradigm. You know, I'm I'm actually very much relieved. You know, I was. <clears throat> you might have even picked it up in in some of our conversations. You know, I had high hopes uh, for Trump. Um, deep down, you know, I started off as a lefty, if you will. Um, you know, I come from I come from that background, <clears throat> <clears throat> and uh, and I very recently, like a lot of people. I've made the transition, call it a red pill type thing. You know, on the spiritual tip, I've been working for a while on the, on the political spectrum. Um, my shift has come about probably in the last five years. Once I, you know, <clears throat> solidly, solidly in the last five years, once I began to realize how everything's tied together and how, and the control mechanism and how ostensibly, uh, you know, where along that political spectrum. Uh, the control mechanism was operating Trump. Um, But even still, you know, I was on the fence with Trump. I had high hopes. Um, you know, I don't vote, never have. Um, Even before I got into a lot of this work, you know, when I got my, when I became 18 and I could have uh, gotten my voter registration card, I never bothered because even back then, without knowing what I know now, I'm like, what am I voting for? <clears throat> you know, I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just encouraging the psychopath. That much I knew back then. I've added detail, you know, this many years later to corroborate my position. Uh, so suffice to say, um, I was somewhat on the fence about Trump because I was pretty much, and, and his organization and the people behind him and behind the scenes and so forth, and we know how all that works. Um, because I was a, I was a bit ambivalent about any kind of change coming from the top down. Uh, so I am I am relieved, I am very much encouraged and very much relieved to see that there is some shit that's actually happening at that level.
1: Finally, Which yeah, <laughs> it's
2: incredibly, it's incredibly encouraging, and it makes me, you know, it makes me, uh, you know, I can I feel like I, I can breathe a little bit easier, and that it reinforces how important it is uh, that I control my own universe. Right? Like, okay, well, a lot of that crazy shit that appeared to be out of my hands and out of my control seems like it's coming to some kind of resolution or at least it's changing direction in what I perceive of a positive way. And
1: yeah, what, really, I, what yeah, I hear when just, you say that, that is... It relieves
2: pressure on me to be able to focus on my own shit.
1: Yeah, I, I like the way you brought it up, the the, du- the dual inside-outside thing, because it mm-hmm. just reminds everyone of the concept that we've been practicing, which is, you know, and it's an ancient concept, and the Bible doesn't have title to it. It doesn't own it, which is be of the world and not in it, uh, which is basically adjudicate your own reality and in manage the, world, the one outside yourself. Right. That's right. But right. now we're at the—see, <laughs> everything— has a range everything has a lifetime everything has an extension everything has a, a deletion everything has a renegotiation it could go away any anything could be possible and happen but the collective work of us trying to raise a vibration has now shifted us into a timeline where there is no deletion there is no reversal there is no negativity there is a ascension a positive uplifting a world that we do want to be in So while we were over here being of the world and not in it, now we have to, on this other side, on this other separate track, we've got to sort of shift or merge or migrate, if you will, over into our energies and our time and our uh, plans and our life goals over into this other frame of reference, this new way of being, this new way of thinking, this new way of operating uh, which we've discussed in many different parts on our show in great detail. You know, you've got your domains of um, cleaning up your health. You've got your domain of cleaning up your spiritual health with going inside and spiritual cleaning, like you're talking about. You got your domain of you know using alternative energies and becoming energy independent. You got your domain of growing your own food, which you know also ties back into health. So now we get to go and explore and actually hands-on, like you said. Put these things into practice on a daily basis, whatever we 're trying to do, whether that is you make a step to invest in a free energy you know machine uh, or you know stuff like the tawari generator, you know get a yeah. fucking plane ticket, go fly, go see if it 's real for yourself, and then invest in this thing or go start up a distribution there 's people that have shit tons of money they 're doing nothing with it they 're just wasting it mm-hmm. so now that the awareness is, is creeping through the consciousness, we have this rare opportunity of all this old paradigm fiat currency that's just sitting there being wasted because people didn't know what to do with it. They had no ideas. Well, now they do. And now they just need the support structure, the encouragement, and the um, the mentorship, if you will, to utilize these funds properly. So what, like I said before, Corey, we're in a transitional stage. We should be utilizing transitional things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, So, you know, part of the transition is is a lot of uh, disinformation. Let's jump right back into the current events. Like I said, we're going to do the Marines raiding the CIA at Langley. That was a possible fake news. I will say this there were helicopters uh, reported circling Langley for hours on end. Ah, uh, so uh-huh. it's it's quite. While there was no corroboration anywhere that the Marines outright landed and then raided the fucking compound, I'm quite sure phone calls were made, uh, warnings were given, like, "Hey, this is what you know. <laughs> if you try to go anywhere, we're gonna find you." Because the NSA is like the Big Brother to CIA. They're, the NSA uh-huh. has everything on everybody. That that's just it. Like they have everything on fucking everybody. Uh-huh. Right. That's one piece that we know. So, these guys have been building dossiers for years and years and years. And so now, you know, on on a government corruption level, we've got the the Marines circling Langley, which is at least an indication of something going down. Then Uh you've got the purge of Saudi Arabia, which was so massive. They did it differently there because they don't have the law that we have here. They have a monarchy. So they could do, oh, yeah, we do whatever. Yeah, fucking arrest you right now, you know, whatever. Uh And it might have been justified, but that's how they do it. Now, here. Uh Typically, when you see a sealed indictment or a, a felony being charged against uh, somebody in a position of power, or uh, again, that could be government or a gang, you know, a cartel, a gang, or a mafia, or a government, anybody in those oh. positions of power, they don't want those guys to be tipped off. They don't want anybody on the inside, like the clerk that they have in their pocket or the judge they have in their pocket, they don't want anybody to tip them off. Um, you know, you just, we just found out that. There was um, Navy, a Navy scandal involving over a third of high-ranking officers regarding uh, bribes that were being taken by a Malaysian billionaire in order to do something. I guess sweetheart deals and contracts and shipping and all sorts mm-hmm. of crazy shit like that. But the investigators were paid off and were running interference on the honest investigators that were trying to make progress in the case. Mm-hmm. And they obstructing that in every way. So it's the same thing here. So when when it's a sealed indictment, it's typically meaning that it's a gang member, a uh, or somebody who's like a, uh, a in witness protection is going to be testifying on the case uh, to the grand jury in order to make the indictment. Things along that nature is a normal sealed indictment, and they are normal. You will see them in the district courts. You'll see them here and there, like maybe once a blue moon, like once in a calendar fiscal year of the court. You'll see a fucking sealed indictment. Now, I went down that road and told you guys all that just to say this. There are over 3,000 fucking sealed indictments in all of the district courts across America. All of them. Not just like the different counties that hold district courts, like different, you know, Western District and of California, Eastern District, Middle District, that shit. Everywhere. Fucking everywhere. And guess where they started? Where Arkansas. Yeah, his – yeah. Barack Obama in Illinois and his cronies, Arkansas yeah. for the Clintons and their cronies, Washington D.C. for all the lobbies, New York,
2: California, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And, and so some
2: Texas, so yeah. So that's the see, that's the government yeah.
1: corruption, and, and what you said, Corey, about Trump really ties into what I want to talk about regarding uh, current events and foreign policy, where we are still at war, we are still dropping bombs unconsciously, we are still doing these things, but now you've got the bombs being dropped on cia drug labs supposedly in afghanistan that were being managed and run by the taliban you know which it's it's all they're all close friends with the company cia so uh you know and you've got isis being demolished completely you've got uh Things on the international or the world stage, despite all the rhetoric, despite all the stuff that Trump has said to the public face because he had to get the rah-rah raw rah, low information voters supporting him in order to get into position of power in order to actually make this shit happen. So he was following his campaign managers who thought, What what are the issues? Oh, we want, you know, let's go bomb North Korea. Let's go do this, let's go do that. Not North Korea, but you know what I mean. And then again, during his campaign, you know, advisors and public public talking points have to be <sighs> How do I say this? Basically, they can't come out and say the fucking truth. The raw truth is so much for people that it, it would be too easy for these rogue elements to stir up confusion, to stir up uh, unrest, like they're doing with the Antifa movements and shit already. Think of how much ammunition they would have if all this information just came all out at once. They could start blaming people and put, pointing the fingers at people that were actually trying to point the fingers at the persons who were doing wrong. So what you said about Trump finally being relieved to see some action, I had a little bit of doubt midway, but I always knew that something was going to go down, and he was the one that was either going to happen under or participating with. And because he's retweeting QAnon's tweets, and that was something that QAnon had foreshadowed, look for the president to retweet or tweet tweet something, it's just all lining up for me logically to show that there's some big shit finally happening – so whatever you may think of him, he's not the one running foreign policy. He's not the one making these decisions. These things are put before him with an advisement note on the bill. It's like, hey, this is about such and such. We advise that you do this because your voter base would probably want you to do this, right? And those advisors are human. They get it wrong a lot. They're old paradigm people that don't have any concept of free energy or uh, you know new age economics or any of these types of – healing technologies or secret space programs or maybe they do, you know what mm-hmm. I mean but they're playing the dumb card like they did with the Russia, they basically set all the Democrats up with this Russia gate stuff, they set them up, bro, from the beginning, they knew what they were going, what card they are going to play they let mm-hmm. them play it, made them all look stupid discredited the fucking media for a year a constant discreditation of the media's credibility mm-hmm. and now they're in a perfect position to take action, which they're doing so to see 3,000-plus sealed indictments everywhere, I believe that is government corruption stuff being cleared out. To see the, the foreign policy shift even in the slightest overseas, I also believe that's some house cleaning happening as well. And you've got Trump going around meeting with all these different leaders trying to – and after he met with Saudi Arabia, the purge happened. After he met with China, uh, some cool things happened with releasing people from jail from charges – China is a horrible human rights abuser, right? They still have that going for them. But it's the same thing. China is just like another stronghold for these bloodline Illuminati families. And these other countries, they've been able to run rampant because there's been no resistance. Our resistance has been very, very little, but it's been holding us out into a somewhat free-ish society. Now, granted, everything that you fucking do is tax-regulated or or restricted in some way or licensed um so you know we have that part of of that but we still have the i don't know it's like this energy man i don't wanna, oh it's the constitution and our constitutional rights and our judicial system is the best fuck all that bullshit we have the worst fucking judicial system it's so corrupt it's yeah, that, so fucked up but we have this like This pervading energy that was seeded or planted on this continent. I don't know how else to describe it. And you know what? There's a lot of fucked up things that happen with white people assimilating into this continent. But guess what, Native Americans? White people didn't teach you how to war. White people didn't teach you how to destroy other tribes and take their fucking land like you had been doing for fucking hundreds of years before (laughs) white people came and assimilated and took your land. That, my friends, is called fucking karma right there. You get what you put out. And if you guys yeah. go war raiding parties and raiding parties on different tribes and shit, what do you expect? It's the same fucking thing with slavery: trade, warring, ra- raids on other parties and, and tribes, and then they sell those people as slaves. You know what I mean? So right, right. the energy is just like this big old horrible loop, and you guys just like want to jump on the bandwagon and be like, "Yeah, let's bring up the slavery horrible energy again," and you know, genocide, blah blah blah. Set out the facts. A, a, you know, find the truth of it, no matter how much it hurts either party. Find the tr- the whole truth, not a convenient cherry pick truth to prove up one side's justifications. And look at the whole thing and say, look, that was fucked up. How do we avoid doing this on both sides from now on? You know what I mean? Or how do we come up with some sort of reintegration plan where we can get you guys, you know, off of these reservations into some actual real land, maybe? Find some real knowledge from your ancient elders that's been written down somewhere or somebody still has it somewhere and teach you guys how to fucking plant food again. Teach you guys how to do this stuff instead of living on literal RV parks, which are called reservations, and drinking yourself to death. Do you know the Indians have a systemic hereditary drinking problem now because it's been seeded in them forever? You know, and then, yeah. of course, you've got the genocide. Of course, you've got the land grabs still going. Of course, you got the North Dakota bullshit and all that stuff. And I was taking a very reserved tack on that because I didn't know what was going on. But on the inside, there's some stuff happening with the tribes. But you know, this, this episode, this show right now is sort of covering a lot of different things. We're going back into the past. We're learning from that. We're going into the future. Where do we go from here with transitions? We're talking about current present events. Um, I really enjoy talking with you about this type of stuff and in this this sort of format, you know. So, thank you for being here with me, Corey. Appreciate it. What yeah, do you have man. to say? Um, you know, go
2: ahead. Finish what you were
1: saying. I was asking you, what do you have to say about all this, um, all, all this disclosure that's happening right now, and all and all these transitions that are happening. How do you? How do you feel truly? Do you feel anxious, excited or, you know, like relieved, like you said? Or is there anything that didn't expect to happen? Because everything that I expected to happen is coming up for me. It's like, oh, shit, I can move on. Fuck yeah. We don't have to fucking talk about stuff all day. We can actually go and start showing people and making a foundational structure for people to go, oh, I'm lost in the wilderness because we're in this new world. And all I know is iPhones and McDonald's and fucking TV news and stuff. What do I do now with my life? You know, I'm excited to be here. So what about you?
2: Yeah, I, I again, I feel like <clears throat> this process with you, and again, you know, folks who've been listening know that we met uh, back Going in 20, 20, 2014 yeah. <laughs> uh, in a particular venue and uh, immediately hit it off. And... Um, I have to say that, I have to say that it's doing these shows with you and interacting with you over the years has been a part of like, for me it's been like educational, but it's also been like fortification. You know, like a, like I got an ally. I got someone who I can speak the same language with, which helped me to reinforce my beliefs or my, my trust in my own understanding of things, right? Gave me some, actually gave me some confidence that, <clears throat> you know, when, when other people were just, you know, basically like, ah, ah la, 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 block their ears and you know, la, 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 and like, you're just too out there. You're too fucking crazy for me.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, this, you know, working with you over time has allowed me to not fall prey to doubt that I would pick up from other people, right? Or my own doubts exacerbated by other people's fear, right? And so it has concretized my understanding, my awareness, uh, my intuition, my study over a long period of time, and it's helped me to galvanize that. And I, and, I, and and back to the, what I was saying before about my sense of how all of this, these things that are happening in the external world. Now, don't get me wrong. Um, uh, the system, you know, the banking system or the money system or, you know, the system as it is, uh, I suspect that Trump et al is trying to clean up house, but... I also have the sense that if they're successful, it's going to cause some fucking shockwaves. It's going to cause some oh, yeah. disturbances. Um,
1: oh, yeah.
2: so, but I would have to say that there are things happening in my personal life uh, that are kind of matching and mimicking. There's been like a shift. There's been like, like spells are being broken everywhere. That's how I look at it. Spells are being broken uh, everywhere uh, and and spells literally in my personal life and some of my personal relationships with people who are very important to me. Spells are being broken, you know, I have a tendency to like my my, my motto is leave things better than you found them and my mechanism for that is I typically break things in order to fix them. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So I've been, right, I've been breaking a lot of shit lately uh, around me <clears throat> and in, in a form of uh, breaking spells and the energetic release and the awareness that comes out of that uh, creates incredible opportunity. It creates shifts. You know, it's like a, you know, it's like smack somebody upside yeah. the head. Sometimes you just can you know, sometimes you just got to smack them upside the head because they're so deep in their shit. Um, so anyway, I've been doing that around me and, um, I'm finding it's, that I'm finding that my personal life, the energies and things going on and the activities in my personal life, uh, I believe are synonymous with these bigger shifts that I perceive there you going go. on in the outside world. And it's and, that's it's, what I was and say. it's and it's not because, oh, these things are happening in the outside world. I gotta make these shifts happen. It's they're happening simultaneously.
1: Okay, yes, that's exactly oh, what I was gonna point you. out. I, I think it's a totally conscious thing, um, albeit subconscious. I believe that oh. when somebody is in a state like yourself, and by the way, thank you for the appreciation and everything. I feel the same exact way about the, what the radio show has allowed us to do. So, And you've just been a, a strong foundational rock and support and I've seen you grow everywhere so that's awesome. So I appreciate that. Um, but to what you just said I believe that when somebody is in a high enough uh, vibrating functioning state that they naturally adapt to their surroundings simultaneously. So like you said, rather than this forcing you to change or you just all, all of a sudden changing at once, your energy is tracking the energy of the environment around you. So as, as it's shifting, you're making the appropriate shifts. Pop, 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 sort right. of like the yeah. virtual, real particles, how they pop out of existence. So I think that you're yeah. just like tracking and, ma- and matching it, which is good. I mean, that just shows the fact that you're having these, and myself, I'm having my uh, shift out of consulting and, and this corruption right. legal world into way showing and free energy and transitional technology and starting a Hogwarts school where magical processes yeah. are studied and you know, stuff like <clears throat> and, you know, all the remote viewing and stuff like that. Anyways, yeah. uh, I think that myself, for myself, I feel the truth of what you're saying that you're simultaneously shifting. And I believe that it shows that you're in the exact right spot at the exact right time. For you know, for where you need to be right now,
2: in order to yeah. make
1: this next leap, your body's just tracking it, man. It's just like oh, DNA upgrade, boop boop boop, consciousness upgrade, boop boop boop, personal life shift, boop boop boop. You know, just like that.
2: Yeah, it's real so, reassuring because I'm, <clears throat>
1: you
2: know, um, you know, as as uh, as knowledgeable and as confident <clears throat> as we come off. You know, I have to say, me personally. You know, I have my distractions
1: and I have my doubts. You know, I have my own and my own challenges, just like anybody else. And uh, I, I have to say this before you go on that point. I have to say this. I have my distractions. I have my habits, the uh, little things that I prefer, my preferences, if you will. I uh, don't have doubts. I have, dude. I uh, when you I've, I've totally released the doubt in my life. Like I do not doubt anything anymore. Like my abilities or anything like bro you just let it go i promise you like your doubts about anything in your life just let that shit go and just like live as as if i could fucking die right now obviously cancel cancel delete delete but i could die right now and be completely happy with my effect on the world and people that i know yeah and and, and sure. to, to to make that happiness and being okay with that more and more every day like oh i just accomplished something else okay great i'm even more happy that at this point i could die happy and, and that mindset, bro, like cultivating that mindset every day, you won't have any – you are the last person who should have any doubts. I mean look how far yeah. along you are compared to – like you know about the fake karmic cycles. You know not to get trapped in the white light when you die and all the arconic tunnels. That's more than hardly anybody – like hardly anybody knows that. You know what I mean? So that's more than yeah, almost yeah. the entire planet. Uh, yeah. So don't doubt yourself. Don't doubt who you yeah. are. Uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I just wanted to give you that experience for myself on doubt when I let it go uh, early on. Like, early on from childhood, I was like, not living with my parents. I'm being passed around from a uh, foster... Not foster home, but, you know, like, Boys Town, Happy Hill Farms, right. and right. halfway house here, this and that, because nobody wants to deal with me. I'm too rebellious. But And I've had so many fucking near-death experiences already since birth, and a little kid almost falling out of the window, and then the thing that happened at Boys Town, all that shit, it was just like, bro, like, you've every single year you've almost been taken out multiple times like what are you what are you doubting for you have no time to doubt just fucking live right. your life do what you need to do and in the latter years when we started this radio show that that was even more so it it blossomed even more it's like fuck I could – I'm happy with what I'm doing right now. I've said as much as I've ever want to tell somebody in a conversation face-to-face when I meet a stranger, I always tell them everything. I don't hold back. I don't give a fuck about what they think about me. I tell them everything that I want them to know, chemtrails, vaccines, GMOs, blah, 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 government corruption, you name it. I just met a guy who worked for the Secret Service and uh, is a close friend of my uh, new family and whatever, R- worked for the Secret Service, Air Force Special uh, Division, you know – whatever they call it all those that shit work closely with the dc metro police and i'm telling them this stuff and he knows some of this inside stuff and i'm i'm like telling him like you know everything like hey this is what i'm into here's the do not detain list and he's like oh by the way he goes yeah i've seen that but they don't call it the do not detain list Uh the do not stop do not question do not uh what is it do not stop do not question do not interfere or something like that that Uh we've been doing on our process that's worked for me personally and everybody else and daryl when he told the story on the show He's seen right. it. He's seen it. Right. Right? So that right there is like, oh my god. Like, So the secret shit that the, all these patriots are chasing is real. They just don't know how to properly administrate it, and it's getting them into a lot of trouble, like the TDA accounts and Heather Antushi and all this stuff. So we've covered that on the show. The fact that we've covered these secret things, I am happy. I don't doubt that what I've done is valuable. I don't doubt that what you've contributed is valuable, and I don't doubt myself. So you should right. – oh, I'm not going to shit on you, but – you may choose to do something because, yeah, no, dude, you're no fucking
2: I hear point. exactly where you're coming from, and thank you, bro. Okay. And, and, and the cool thing is is that, uh, when I talk about these personal changes and personal shifts, it's all about the falling away of doubt to your point.
1: Oh, okay, okay, As then I mistook, yeah, I apologize for that, but yeah, yeah. okay, you're doing the thing, though. good job,
2: but it's but it's but it's a fairly recent occurrence, you know, so whatever residual doubts. That I may have had. You know. A month ago. Those have fallen away. Like in the past two weeks. <laughs> you know. It's really like. I'm like wow. You know. So yeah, like each, a each level that like you go rebirth.
1: up. Yeah. Each level you go up. The more of that stuff. The fears, insecurities, mind doubts. Um, all that shit falls away. Personality yeah, flaws. Yeah. If you want to call them that. All that stuff yeah, goes probably. away. So that's
2: where I'm at right now. Man. So it feels good. So rest assured, folks. You know, anybody listening, um, you know, stay to it. Stay to the path. You know, you're on the right path. And the more you stick on it, and the more confirmation you get by sticking to your guns mm. and uh, sticking to your process, the more power you'll gain, and and the more yeah. obstacles will fall away. You know, I am I'm, I'm heavily experiencing
1: that right now. So. <laughs> well, same, same-sies, and a lot of people have described it as well. Uh, yeah. So just remaining stable, remaining calm, remaining inside of your goals, remaining inside of how can you assist others transition, I think that's right. where that path leads to. And at the end of the path, or along that path, I should right. say, there's some transitional strategies that we can use. And what is that, George? Well, let's see. Taking advantage of cryptocurrencies, no matter how you might feel on that shit. The, oh, Bitcoin's a Ponzi scheme, or this is that, or blah. The fucking 401k system is a Ponzi scheme. The Federal Reserve, note is a Ponzi scheme. Any insurance ever, anywhere, started as a Ponzi scheme. The fucking right. money itself is a Ponzi scheme. It started as gold fucking t- or wooden tally sticks that and then excuse me, started as gold, moved into tally sticks and just into hypothecation from there. So it's bullshit. It's all bullshit. But I fucking tell you uh, what. I don't it's so heavily regulated and controlled in the mainstream areas of money and finance and there's so many pitfalls and risks and traps for the little guy starting out. Why would you waste your time there? Well, right. because, Jordan, I want to do all the stuff you're talking about. I want to build a foundation, build wealth. Okay, well, you got to look for the areas that will readily or availably allow you to do that. What is that? Right. Cryptocurrency.
2: Yeah, At I least mean,
1: educate <laughs> yourself on it. At least educate yourself on it. What are you doing with your money that's sitting there doing nothing? Take 1000 thousand, five thousand $5,000, treat it as if it's gone I know right. that sounds crazy. Oh, Jordan, I'm not giving you investment advice. I'm just giving you a All strategy right. that I've used. To remain profitable, I've always had to be unemotional about my investments. Anytime I've had emotions tied into an investment, like a, a, a court case you know, or something like that with a client, right. anytime that I've done that, it's always – and I mean always – it's always given me problems. And at the end, I may or may not achieve that goal. Now. Oh. When when I've been unemotional about it and I've treated the money or the investment as if it's gone or it's self-running, it's self-regulating, I really you know, – it is what it is. It's going to do what it needs to do. I have a focus and intent for it. I'm not just letting it run out there by itself and all the circumstances of the universe, hitting it from left and right and changing its course or direction. I'm not doing that. I am still steering and guiding, but I'm doing it in a loving way that's unemotional and not tied to it. You do it, you want money, be free, blah, blah, blah. You know, <laughs> it sounds right. woo-woo a little bit, but it fucking works. And so to, to achieve that with this opportunity that we have in cryptocurrency, which is just now emerging, only 1% to 2% of the people on the planet still know about this. And it's about to be so fucking huge. And I'm not just talking about Bitcoin. Bitcoin has its no. own problems, which you know, a lot of close people recently, just recently brought up to me um, – to, to reiterate you know some things that it has challenges with but that's what controlled forks are for you know which upgrade the technology services that's what altcoins are for which are other coins that work on blockchain technology so to get in while you can i mean myself i've been in on a particular project one day uh you know i made 120 and i waited 10 more days and i'm like like 1500 up Plus the value of the coins I was holding are like five thousand dollars up, and I was right. one that was FOMOing. I was like fear of missing out on Bitcoin as it was going up, 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 up. up. It was like down at thirty two hundred. I was like, oh my god, man, I got to get in. Right. And then you know a month right. later it's like forty two hundred. I was like, oh man, I got to get in. I should do this. And it's like fifty five hundred. Blah 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 blah. You know what I mean? It's like oh. So
2: yeah,
1: yeah. 100. Remember when we
2: got when we got the we got the full lowdown on all the crypto stuff in twenty fourteen.
1: Right? Oh, man. With, Dude, I am the shit was like
2: $300.
1: Maybe. Uh, I'm kicking myself. Brandon in my seat was telling us he's like, buy Bitcoin right we now. He broke buy the Bitcoin, Bitcoin shit down. Bitcoin.
2: He saw it. Right. And I was like, uh, you know. Everybody that, you was know. like that. Yep, yeah. And, and that's, a, that's a perfect example just for our listeners.
0: <laughs> we to were ignorant.
2: My... To describe, <laughs> to, to give some real-time uh, example of doubt. Of the doubt that I was referring to in myself, okay?
1: But Corey, um, it looks like we have a we have a caller, so you just go ahead and wrap up what you're saying. I didn't yeah. to interrupt you, but we'll take the caller afterwards.
2: So yeah, the circumstances that we met under um, was uh, was very special and a very small, right? Very, very small group of people um, in terms of what they were seeking, where their minds were at, what they were—you know—what they came uh, together to to learn about. And uh, man, had we jumped on it, had I had the full confidence of, yeah, I'm here for a reason. I know what I'm doing, hundred percent, as opposed to ninety-nine percent. I wouldn't have had that one percent doubt and uh, not yeah. got my and not got my Bitcoin back in 2014.
1: For <laughs> and for that, me, that, that was it... even late.
2: That was even late, really, because a lot of people were on it. You know, twenty eleven. Yeah, exactly,
1: exactly. Yeah, so it's interesting, Corey. It's interesting you you brought up how it was the doubt again for you, and even just a one percent, it was that. I remember yeah. him breaking it down, but the whole thing for me, I saw everybody's uh, incredulous looks. We're gonna get to call yeah. him just a second, but everybody else was incredulous when he, Brandon was talking. To me. He's like, they're like, nah, I don't know, it sounds, uh, you what. Know, right, right. well, uh, And and me, I'm just like, but me, I was like, okay, this is interesting. I like it, but I fucking paid to be here for legal shit. Tell me the trust stuff. Tell me the stuff that you, you know, I want to hear the inside track on how you beat the United States government at their own game in a fucking huge criminal case against you and all sorts of crazy shit like that. Like, tell me these things that we paid and we were told that we're going to learn. So, you know, for my own reasons, I skipped over that like a dumbass. I was just—I yeah. was too anxious. I was too arrogant. I was too like, "Oh, I want to learn this stuff," and you know, it—it it, it cost me. So, it came we learned our lessons. Yeah. But guess what? Yeah. I'm in. I've been making huge yeah, amounts of right. money. You guys are dude. silly if you don't get into this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And look, even switch. if it is a Ponzi. even if it is a Ponzi. He's there, like, oh, I, I've people, been burned before. The this or that. Who get risk. In early. Right. There's people risk. There's early. blah blah blah. Right. Corey, I'd be like, listen, listen. Somebody sings. Within fifty-eight days, bro. Within fifty-eight days, you can pull out your original investment if you wanted to do it that way instead of oh, compounding easy. and making money. You easy. could pull out your investment and be safe, and you'll be playing with pure house profits, not yours.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, easy, easy. And I'm not okay, saying so that we, it is. Well, let let's just let's just presume. I mean, here's the thing about Ponzi: the people who get in early do well.
1: Yeah, that's
2: true. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean, so.
1: Well, hey, we got a caller here. I don't recognize the oh. name, but uh, caller, welcome. Come on board, and Corey and I will take your questions or chat with you a little bit. we got about uh, 10-ish, 20-ish minutes left on the show. Uh, so welcome to Piercing the Veil. How can we help you?
0: Hey, Jordan, this is Carrie,
1: Freedom's mom. Oh, hey, friend. Carrie, what's up? I know you. Yeah. <laughs> Colorado.
0: <clears throat> yes, I just now uh – jumped onto the line, and I heard the last part of your conversation, and I didn't know if anything's on the table to talk about or what, but I'd... You know what I want to talk about.
1: (laughs) Yeah, custody and criminal courts up there in Colorado and shit like that. I was just talking about that earlier in the show, how I'm trying to move out of uh, that realm, because there's so many people exposing it. We've done so much with it. Helping people here and there, like yourself, for everybody that doesn't know, Carrie's been a, a client, a pro bono client of mine, and Also, been working to set up some other uh, powerful networking opportunities, people in the awareness field in Colorado and other places. And you used to be down here in Texas, right? Part of the, uh, I wouldn't call it new age, I I have a distaste for that term, but part of the awareness circles here in Texas. Am I mistaken about that?
0: Yes.
1: You were? You were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) No worries. All right, yeah, so far away. Uh, first, I'll introduce you to Corey, actually. Corey, this is Carrie. Carrie, Corey. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Corey. Welcome,
0: welcome. welcome. And, nice to hear
2: you.
1: And, yeah, always. what's your, What's your topic question slash anything? Go ahead and do your thing, and we'll get...
0: Well, for me, I guess it's just uh, more of being involved and uh, sharing in this and bringing awareness. And if you said that it's, these aren't... Subjects that you're
1: touching on anymore, then that's okay too. No, oh no, I just meant like I'm transitioning my life out of working as a full time consultant, helping people where attorneys won't touch their cases or there's government or company corruption that are screwing people over or debt collections and all that shit. It's just been that I, I find that some of the energy in the client is not there enough, even though they promise me, and not with your case, I mean, you've gone in and faced some of the most horrible shit. <laughs> we'll We'll get to a whole nother show about that, but um, I just find that it's it's not it's not the money it's not it's just the time consuming where I work and give my heart and my soul and have all these charts and everything, and the judge doesn't even read the fucking paperwork and gives the other side everything they want because we're not an attorney, even though we're doing better than the other attorney. The other attorney is like fucking literally lying, and we can't even get the court to sanction this person with evidence um and it, it's just horrible and you know what i'm talking about i mean you're innocent of charges you've proven your fucking innocence for these municipal ordinances and they're still still trying to take you to trial they think they're guilty or something or they think you won't do anything about it so uh, and if that's what you want to talk about like, there's no censorship on the show for any reason at any time i cuss all the time we yell you can cry you can Say anything you want. You can tell any horrible or beautiful story that you want. So that being said, I will say that we've got about you know sometimes we're allowed to go over, but I, I don't like to risk it. So we've got about maybe let's say like seven ish minutes left. So we'll give the rest of the show to you. Um, just say what you want to say or talk about what you want to talk about. Ask us some questions maybe, and we'll join in. We'll go from there. Does that sound good, Carrie?
0: Yes, I really appreciate you saying that. I can cry because I feel like that where we're at now that that there. <laughs> I want to talk about the pedophilia as well, because I just went to the park, and I just had just a, a not-so-random experience with a young man in his 20s who literally broke down and cried and hugged me in the park, and he was just the complete someone that I walked up to, and uh, he said he was having a rough day, and then intuitively, um, because I'm a, a channel, I, I said, have you been sexually abused as a child? And... Um, he said, yes, how did you know? And uh, I thought like that that's really the elephant that, gosh, like maybe everybody needs to talk oh. about. I've also spoke to my neighbors today, and I, I see that people are just in their own worlds, in their own spaces. And I just, for me, this is huge because I just, I just got my voice back, my true authentic voice back about a month ago, which you know that I've been clearing a lot of trauma and um, I just maybe wanted some insights from you and Corey about like overcoming what I call this belly of the beast because i <laughs> I feel like I've learned all that I really want to know for now about that and just empowering myself and over overcoming this and and how how are we doing this? because you said that Corey has completely overcome the system and and so I guess all of those things that's kind of where my whole day has been at.
1: Well, look. Uh- I'll let Corey go in a second, but I, I would say I caught a question there a little bit about how to process maybe, because you, you've got the tools, it sounds like. You know the tools for processing all this crazy trauma and experience and shift that we're going down right now, but maybe even if you do take time for yourself, take five more minutes for yourself. like Ground yourself even more in your own self-worth, in your own self-value, in your own and what I mean by that is not just, oh, I'm valuable on this, like your own effect on your child, your own effect on people that you love, your own effect that you can amplify and reach out and touch them with your heart at any time. Remembering that you can talk to, interact with, or 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 touch somebody in any dimension at any time, and of course you may not be able to feel some of that with your physical senses, but if you develop your other senses to a certain degree, you can then communicate with loved ones that have passed on. You can communicate in real time and physical time with your daughter or your son or whoever. Like if you're dealing with a custody thing or bad shit that's happening. Um you can all like things that you are like soul crushing in your life, you can always alchemize them to some extent. Um And the real tragic ones, you just have to sort of go inside and be like, OK, look, I lost my family in this plane accident or whatever or in Harvey or in the shooting in Texas or false flag in Vegas or whatever. Those are the real fucked up ones where you've really got to like reconsider everything about your entire life and what's valuable to you because people are gone. Or have the appearance of being gone, if you will. That's a better way to describe it. So in situations like that fucked up and in situations semi-fucked up like yours that you have, you know, obviously I can't put a price or value on your – you know what I mean though. There's like a sliding scale. In those types of situations, to remember that at the end of the day, like I was telling Corey earlier, if you died today, you've made a valuable contribution. If you died today, you took steps towards either completing or almost completing your mission, or one of them that you've been, you've affected somebody so much in some way that you've saved their life or changed their life. Almost everybody, no matter how much of an asshole, in some way has has really saved, set somebody else on another path away from. A destructive path at some point in their life, either by being that destructive path and going and showing them like the ugly truth of, oh, shit, I don't want to do that. Look what happened to him. Right. You could take that path or by by gently guiding them another way to another place, whether intentionally or unintentionally. Like I said, you just randomly manifested that event. So that's a good example of what I'm telling you now to know that you are in a space where you naturally do that. You should be happy no should i'm not gonna shit on you you can be happy so you can, at every moment when you start feeling or sliding downward into a, a range of emotions that are not necessarily what we would call good based on whatever like whatever circumstance or just randomly out of the blue or maybe you did know it and you entered a certain part of denver where they're beaming nasty fucking shit on people to make them feel depressed all the time so people mm-hmm. are like We'll buy more psychology uh, medicine – or excuse me, pharmacology medicine and psychology services. There will be more civil unrest. There will be more need for police arrests. The more arrests there are, the more money there's made, the more the court system makes. Do you know that they actually have studies and, and people that actually study this type of shit that have special access and knowledge of these weapons? What I mean is like the Gwynn Towers. The cell phone towers, the Gwen towers that are, you know, all over the place, which can be used with uh, Google mind reading services and all sorts of other crazy shit, dude. There's, we live in 2017. There's some fucking crazy stuff that people would just not be able to swallow. But what I'm telling you is, it may not be you. So first of all, if it if shit happens, you need to come back into your center. And you need to realize that you need that you you can be happy even if you die today, even if all the weight of what you were. Worried about, or sad about, or depressed about. Even if it were to physically kill you, you were a valuable person, and you can you still exist after the body. You're not going to terminate. You can always come back into another body. You can always jump back into a body real quick before you leave into the other dimension. Everything is possible for you to do as long as you, you don't get trapped in the archonic bullshit. Whether you're in the body or out of the body, they can fuck with you psychologically, and that combined with the GMOs, the chemtrails, the Gwyn towers, um, the energy that's being pumped into these nasty zones or these metropolitan zones and ghettos and things like that to to foment or further strife and depression and all that shit you can overcome it by first being conscious that it might not be you right and two being conscious that if if it is you you have the choice to make To change your perspective about how you feel so you can still feel the the feelings but in the in the middle of you feeling that your brain is going analyzing your feelings that's the difference between being totally lost in the feeling and being overcome by grief or overcome by this and feeling the grief being in it but analyzing what it's doing for you what its value it's providing you and if not making a choice to shift into a different space And I know that was a long-winded sort of tangent road that went in different places, but I wanted to wrap it up to basically say that you have the power. You always have the power, and it's only when we forget that we have the power to think about or think about our feelings while we're feeling them and they feel uncontrollable. It's only when that happens that we get caught in these loops and patterns and over and over and over, even though we've got all these badass tools available to us as smart people. Some of the smartest people do some of the dumbest things, including myself. And it's, it's the point is catching them and being aware in the moment and then going, oh, I don't want to do that again and then move on. And if you do it again, be like, oh, fuck, I did it again. OK, move on. And like relentlessly moving on, N- no judgment, no self-judgment, no staying in the, mo- in the moment when it comes to what you would call a mistake. Relentlessly moving on. Boom, boom, boom. Look at it. Be honest. Move on. Right. And so that's my I can I definitely say you. that
0: you've, you've definitely helped me to have that relentless aspect of my being, and I want you to know, and I, just, I want to share that I am ready to overcome this, and and it's it's literally like I exist in two worlds. I go into what I call the belly of the beast, and it's one thing, and then whenever I go out into my everyday world, like I said, I have these synchronistic events where a perfect stranger is crying in my arms, and, and I'm helping them release their sexual abuse from their childhood, so I don't know if I'm under attack, you know, I just I just keep rolling with it. I keep going with it and I keep on doing what I do, you know, in the unseen realms. and as a helper and a healer, I'm just ready to overcome this other stuff that's been going on for two years and truly to come into my power.
1: Yeah, exactly. So yes, you've got the relentlessness now and, and then d- come into your power is the main thing. So what you've got to do is when you do go into the belly of the beast like you describe it, which is court or everyday, Public matrix life, or whatever you got going on, or you know, surroundings, and all these people that are so zombified and dumbed down that they're killing each other and stampeding each other for fucking uh, electric, cheap Chinese made electronics. One day after supposedly spending one day out of the year to say that they're thankful. First of all, if you got to say one day out of the year that you're thankful and make a point to show you're thankful in one day of the year, and you're not practicing that the whole year, then the Celebrating that holiday is fucking bullshit in the first place. But then to trample somebody and line up outside of a fucking store to buy some bullshit like that and, and, and to put that actual $150 over somebody else's life who's in front of you who's also just got trampled or whatever, that's total bullshit. So these are the people that you are dealing with. There are dumb, idiotic, stupid, robotic, zombified people in this world that still exist. So the shifting of the awareness is one thing. We've woken enough of them up or they've woken up on their own and then searched us out. But being able to carry your protection, carry your steadfastness, carry your unfuck with ability, carry your, like you said, synchronistic events into that hellhole, into that fucking place. And just be like this huge light bomb that's just blowing everything up everywhere in the courtroom. Just (laughs) woke you up (laughs) just by looking at you. That's how I pretend like when I'm in the court, Carrie. This is how you manifest your life into this fucking realm and, like, just explode it outwards and and create something new. And everything else just falls away off of it. As you go in there and I go into court, I look at the judge and I'm like, I just changed your life. You know what I mean? Like, energy. I'm, like, sending Reiki to people. Like, like these aggressive, wake the fuck up, red pill, like, to these people. And I'm not even saying anything. So by the time I open my mouth... These guys are feeling this shit from me, and I typically, typically don't end up in jail. Or, you know, I typically don't end up with fucking corruption uh, that's outright in my face because they just energetically. I, it's like if a 350 pound dude were to come up to me, and I've got a pretty small frame. I used to be a little bit buffer. I got a pretty small frame. If a 3 point, f- 350 pound guy comes up to me and says, "I want to fight you." My biological response, my monkey brain, reptilian brain response is, oh my god, I'm probably going to get crushed by this guy. Even though there's a chance that I might be a little bit quicker and kick him in the nuts or punch him in the throat or punch him in the eyes, that everybody has nuts, eyes, or throat, uh, or some other you know, organs or whatever, everybody is vulnerable. But the overcoming that, that, uh, that, that biological fear – and energetically sending something to your opponent, sending it back him, or sending him an awareness or weakness, that gives you some sort of an advantage. And while the possibility is still there that you might get crushed, being willing to go through with it and get crushed anyways is what gives you your power. Does that make sense? Do, do those two examples correlate with one, one another? Intimidation by a physical presence is the same as intimidation by these black robes in the court, and you have to just. Do the same to them energetically before you even fucking open your mouth, for them to actually be on a loving plane, level playing field. You understand?
0: Yes, and it definitely, I feel like, has been a true initiation into life.
1: Excellent, like the real well, initiation
0: well, to life.
1: <laughs> I'd love for you to call in. Uh, maybe during like the beginning of another show that we do a discussion call-in show because I, I really want to get into some of the stuff that you wanted to talk about. So basically, if I'll just give a general wrap-up and let Corey talk a little bit to wrap it up, and then we've got to get off the show. Um, but I do want to thank you for calling in, uh, even though you made it late a little bit. Um, well, I, I would support say. You always. What was it?
0: I support you always, and I, I'm glad that I <laughs> <Thank> caught <you. laughs> the last part of the show. You know, I. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, I heard most of that. And thank you. You're breaking up a little bit. But I would I would say this. Uh, it, it was divinely ordained for us to meet each other. Uh, and we will definitely get into some of the stuff that you're talking about. And just wrapping it up. You've got some custody issues dealing with a co- corrupt, horrible, corrupt court system. You got the stuff in Denver, Colorado, where they're trying to charge you as an innocent person just for trying to have a good time and dance at a fucking concert. <laughs> Not <laughs> and charge you with trespassing for being at a fucking concert with tickets that you could prove. There's just all sorts of crazy shit we got to get into. So I want you to be able to talk about that. We just won't be able to make it this time. But I do thank you for being on and thank you for listening to my explanation to the, uh, the question I heard from you. And Corey, I know you've been waiting patiently, and also the producers are probably waiting for us to get off the show. <laughs> so I'm going to let you. I'm going to kick it over to you. You say the end wrap up, and uh, maybe just give us a, a few of your thoughts before we go, and then we'll see everybody next week. Okay? Yes. Yeah. Corey, you still there with us, Bud? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, Carrie. You
2: sound, Hi, Corey. Uh, yeah, you sound real. You sound very powerful to me, and uh, mm-hmm. I would say, I would say like everyone, but particularly people uh, like yourself and myself and Jordan. Um, uh, to those who are given power, you know, it requires a great deal of responsibility. So I think we get tested. People who are testing themselves, testing their bounds, breaking free, if you will, any number of ways of describing it. Uh, we get tested more than other people do. <clears throat> so, and that's been my experience. And that's so true. I, I don't know about it, but with regards to your custody issues and things like that, they're tests. Just consider them as tests, you know, as fucked up as they may be, as distressing as they may be. Just realize that it's, it's a confirmation in a way. It's a confirmation of all the other work you're doing and all the other aspects of yourself and the universe is is you know <clears throat> in my experience when i've just about had some kind of a breakthrough or something or was about to embark on something i always had this always some kind of crazy test would come up that would test my resolve and make sure are you sure you sure right try to throw you off a little bit Tr- do you really them. know what you know do, do you do you really want what you think you want you know so the universe tests our metal and uh, so that's one thing I would say to you is that uh, it's a test and uh, when you get these kinds of tests you can rest assured that you're really close to some serious breakthroughs. You know, you're close to really stepping into a new realm or a new level of being. Um, and just knowing that it's that last, you know, the last 10%, right? The last, you know, the last thousand foot of Mount Everest is the fucking hardest. Right? So, uh. Um, That's
0: exactly where I've been. <laughs> that yeah, yeah. You've been Everest. climbing.
2: You've been climbing. So stay steadfast. You know, just, just know that it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, a little bit of resistance at the end, just before the finish line. You run a marathon. What's the hardest part? The last mile is the hardest part of a marathon, right? Anything. So that's where you're at. That's where it appears you're at right now. So stay steadfast, you know, get with Jordan. And, um, you know, keep your head straight. Keep your, keep your goals straight. And uh, keep your eyes on it and push through. Sure. Thank you, Corey. Right.
0: I I really appreciate you feeling me and sensing me and who I am. And Jordan, I want I want to publicly thank you for protecting and preserving my life and Freedom Grace's life for the last year without pay, knowing that I was pretty much dead and I just got back into my body fully about a month ago. And uh, Jordan, you're a real life knight.
1: Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, And you're going around, uh, of course. Going around,
2: see.
1: You're very welcome, and I like to. I like to do what I can where I can. You know what I mean. And and when people come to me and they're like, I've got nowhere else to go. You know these the people that are supposed to help me won't help me. That's that's when I know I've got to step in and I do what I can. You know, even though I've done the best that I can, we're still you know like look at what we're running into. Well, that's a little inside thing between us, but <laughs> holy <laughs> shit like look at what we, even when we do it right, look at what's going down so i'm, with no, I'm going to, uh, I'm
0: going to the the denver post uh this yeah. week and I'm going to try to make a contact oh, with press.
1: well good yeah, I'd love to be a part of that if and you know and sort of you know tell them the ins and outs of what they're legally illegally I should say doing because I've never seen them I've never seen the judge do it that bad to somebody who's doing it so right. I've seen them do it to the Patriot guys but I've never seen them do it even when we try to recuse them. That's another story from another show but I, I'm with you. Uh, I'm not with her, Hillary Clinton. I hate that phrase but I am with you, okay and I'll be there until you know the end of it, however that goes down uh, you know, even if we have to get some other solution going or something like that. So thank you for the acknowledgement I really appreciate it and you're most welcome Um, Yes, Jordan,
0: I am here, and every day I I say I'm coming into my full power because it's almost like I want another chance. It's like every time I go into the belly of the beast, I learn something new, and then my eyes open even more, and then I'm like, oh, they got me. How did they get me? And it's like there's this part of me, this spiritual warrior, that's like, put me in there again. I could do better. (laughs)
1: Exactly. (laughs) i tell you what. I don't have any guests lined up. For next week, so tentatively, let's see. Let's see if we can line up something about the court system. We'll do like one last hurrah before I shift my whole life uh, out of consulting main time, full time, and go into the other stuff. So, like building the island nation and cryptocurrencies and Hogwarts school for the magically gifted and stuff like that. So,
0: oh, well, uh, you know Cornell, that there's a connection in, in the making with with something like that too, because that's where my passion is at for the spiritually gifted and the mystics. That's
2: that's
0: mm. my passion. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna come up with a name for it. So, thank you, Carrie. I appreciate it. Uh, Corey, thank you as well. I'm gonna let you in the show, man, with the catchphrase, whatever you want to do, and we'll get the heck on out of here and let our producers not <laughs> pull their hair out anymore. So, <laughs> thank you, Corey. Thank you. Thanks, Carrie. Will
2: pierce the veil and the truth will reveal itself.
0: And so it is.